Ain't any line to hear the shoot tonight And there's a light on Heavy glow By the way I try to say I'll be here with my shoot brother. Let's shoot. Shoot. Let's shoot. That's right. We're not. We are not the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We are the Red Hot Shoot Brothers. Coming in hot here on your American Thanksgiving week. I know you guys love it down there and uh you know, it's my tradition. I'm not even American, but I always love to watch planes, trains, and automobiles, as I have stated on this show. But that's not why we're here. We're here for wrestling. This is a wrestling podcast, the only one hosted by myself, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron, Black Friday Osborne. Bang, bang. Black Friday, baby. Get your deals. Get your deals now. <laughs> that's right. Uh, we're here. We survived. We survived the series of matches. That uh, took place on Sunday and uh, everything else during the week in between. Uh, I mean, well, last no, time. Not only did we survive, Mike, sorry, I got I to gotta interrupt you right there, you know, to um, for us to kick off this episode. 158, by the way. Um, yeah, now, this happened in the midst of shooting last week. Uh, we survived the releasing part five, but uh, there were seven or eight superstars on the list who did not. Yeah. So what was it? Was that the Hit Row release? And all of Hit Row. Or was that the week before? <laughs> yeah, all of Hit Yeah, oh my, yeah. Would, uh, seriously, all I'm, of Hit Row. I fucking, at this point, what is it? What's the difference? Yeah, but I mean, that one's, so first they released B-Fab, and then like a week later, they released the rest of them. Meanwhile, they just called them up and did all these promos and shit, and so yeah, I just don't get it. Weird. And John Morrison, he was another big one, you know, he spent all year getting that Johnny Drip stuff over and then they just cut it off as soon as as soon as the Miz leaves they kick him out yeah yeah so. a whole series of releases right when we uh literally right when we stopped recording the show I think it I texted happens. you this our- is the second time <laughs> this might have happened so I pray to God that nothing happens in the middle of this show, because uh, if they do I think I saw the recent reports are 82 uh cuts in the last, yeah. I guess, since since the big first one. 82 different uh, people. Professionals. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, at this point, can happen anytime, anywhere, probably during this recording, as you said. But. <laughs> as we speak, this could be happening. So let's get into the podcast. Uh, then let's, let's, let's wrap this up super quick because I don't want to be held responsible for more people losing their jobs. <laughs> let's kick off the show the way we always do, which is by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, ho, ho, because a few weeks ago, um, I guess it was the most recent set of releases, uh, this uh, this champion won the crown, and they're taking it right back from AEW. This, I think, is the first time we've had, like, two and three weeks. Uh, to your brand-new Tweet of the Week champion, uh, the artist formerly known as Frankie Monet, that I think <laughs> we're just going with Taya Valkyrie. Yeah, um, the a couple- wife of... John Morris. Of of John of Joe Mo. So I think a couple weeks ago she herself was let go after again, like a confusing build to nothing and a dog. 
<laughs> and uh, she she won the crown when she uh, got fired and decided to play some Monopoly. But she got, wins the crown again this week for tweeting out to her entire audience, yo, fuck them. <laughs> Uh, with, a, with a lot of extra O's and U's and K's. Uh, yeah. Taya Valkyrie and John Morrison, though. Um, so both these recently released uh, um, WWE superstars. But, man, I got to say, nothing is hotter on, you know, on the on, on the scene as the uh, real-life wrestling couple. You never know. Yeah. You never know. No, I mean, John Morrison especially. I think he's got plenty of left to give. And, uh, yeah, why not bring in? I mean, AEW can always use more women, so... Of course, more experienced women. She has, like, a, she's won stuff in Mexico, I think. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. I think that's what I saw. She was kind of their, uh, whatever, you know, whatever the AAA, AAA, sorry, AAA champion, women's champion yeah. is. So she has, you know, she has some pedigree behind her, although we didn't see it in WWE. I think it's still there. Yeah, we didn't really get much of a chance, so... So who knows? But either way, Ty Anyways. Valkyrie, you're this week's uh, Twitter League champion. Hope you hope those 60 days are up soon. 30, 60? It's <laughs> less for these NXT kids, right? Yeah, I think it might only be 30. So Yeah, yeah I remember because Aleister Black did this thing and uh, however that worked. Anyways, let's get into uh, the actual week because every single year, um, early October... There's a WWE draft where we kind of we take superstars, put them on individual shows in a way to like split them up, uh, right? So you know they can do their own things uh, with their own people and sort of everything can kind of very be very succinct and make a lot of sense. And then like a month and a half later, we just make them fight each other. Yeah. Yeah, and and, yeah. and and they like to call it Survivor Series. So let's get into this uh, <laughs> year's uh, this year's edition of Survivor Series. Review. Live from the Barclays Center, I think, in um yeah. in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Um, Everybody yeah, was walking here. Everybody was walking here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, did you check out the pre-show? Well, I had to check out the pre-show because the pre-show um, on this week's uh, or this edition of Survivor Series was actually our Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke Nakamura taking on our U.S. Champion Damian Priest. Damian Priest, who is still, I mean, fuck that. Uh, he's that we we talk about his win streak every so often. We talk about how this guy is protected as hell. So you got to watch the match. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for the last, like, month or two, he's been doing this, like, like demon character kind of thing where midway through the match, he just starts bugging out, gets these crazy eyes. Uh, but, yeah, I think that point of the match came when uh, Boogs, he kept playing his guitar at ringside, which was pissing Priest off more and more. So, finally, he just went crazy, uh, attacks Boogs, breaks the guitar, and then smashes the guitar over uh, Nakamura to cause the DQ. Now these are always weird, right? It's uh, it, this was a great way to start off Survivor Series for me with it, 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 it <laughs> with a DQ. The the <laughs> nobody wins, nobody loses on the event where, in theory, the people who are winning or these people, neither of these, none of these people should be losing if they're the respective champions. This one is a little confusing for me, just kind of across the board. When you went to see Survivor Series, was it brand to brand? 
Uh, I mean, there was brands, but it wasn't all about that. Right. Like so, so when you, because you saw, I mean, I think the main the main event definitely would have been that Brock Lesnar Goldberg match for sure. Yeah. But, I think they only had like two brand versus brand. Like they didn't do champion versus champion. They they, they maybe did the five on five thing. Yeah. Like the five on five had champions in the match. Like, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Which to me makes sense. To me, it makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, this uh, yeah. to start off with the DQ this way, especially Damian Priest, who gets way more wins than Shinsuke Nakamura. On, on yeah, like, I mean, yeah, it was a weird, not a good ending, but uh, I guess tactically that's a point for SmackDown. One point, on board. one point for Fox. Uh, so no, that was the pre-show. Now let's get into the real show, the height of what is probably WWE drama these days. Um, after the most awkward championship exchange ever uh, that has ever happened, um, <laughs> Guinness officially named it the uh, most awkward exchange ever. Uh, we have our Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, taking on the uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, my queen, your queen, all of our queens, Charlotte Flair. Yeah, huge match to start off with, and uh, it probably ended up being the best match of the night. Uh, at least one of a few, but... Yeah, lots of heat going into this one. Heavy hitting. We all know the story here. And, yeah, they're just beating the hell of it out of each other, fighting around all around the ringside. Charlotte doing her big moonsault to the floor. And yeah, just a lot of rough tumbling going on here. Uh a lot Stealing of each other. A, a, lot of, uh, a lot of trash talk picked up on the mic, too. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I, I caught heat. one. Uh, the quote that I got here was, uh, talk your shit, Becky. Talk all your shit. <laughs> yeah. She was, Loved Charlotte it. was slapping her in the face. Loved it. Uh, Becky tries to steal the figure four. And then a bit later, Charlotte steals a disarmor. So just doing lots of submission there. The crowd's loving it, chanting, this is awesome. Uh, eventually, Charlotte rolls Becky up from behind, grabs the ropes for the illegal leverage. But the referee catches her, stops the count. Uh, and then Becky takes advantage, rolls her up, grabs the rope, but the ref doesn't see it this time, and Becky gets a three. Yeah, the, yeah, this 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 was fantastic. This is every. I mean, what? I mean, this happens all the time, right? With Becky Lynch and uh, Charlotte Flair. I think of that. Yeah. Uh, was it the uh, last woman standing? I think it was one of those. It was at that Evolution pay per view. Yeah, they had a great match. Yeah, this, and uh, this was another one. Oh yeah, just fucking add it to the list, right? Who are two other? Who's your favorite in like the if if you could or if you could just name two people in the history of your professional wrestling fandom, where you're like, you could just watch those two go at it every day. Is it someone like? Is it is it <laughs> is it Bailey Sasha? Is it someone like Becky Charlotte? Like, uh, do, any two people uh, who jump to mind for you? I mean, of those two groups, I would rather Bailey Sasha. I think. Just, but uh, anyone um, else? Anyone else? Uh, like ever? I'm talking ever, Mike. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's hard to say. I mean, yeah, I like Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, guys like that. Like you could Undertaker watch. Mankind. You, you could watch those two just go at it forever, forever. Yeah, I'll never get sick of those. <laughs> exactly. No, <laughs> well, I, mean, I was just asking. I was asking. There's no wrong. Of course, there's Not no even wrong this. answers. <laughs> there's no wrong answers. I was just okay. asking. I was just asking. Yeah. Well, one other small thing. Uh, it might be nothing at all, but after that heated belt exchange, where apparently Charlotte went off script, I think you know when Becky was grabbing the rope here, she didn't really grab it that hard. Maybe to make Charlotte look weak. I don't know. Mm. When she was doing the pin at the end. 
little, little drama. Disgusting. Do we have an update? Uh, yeah. can, can AC Dirt provide us any contract information <laughs> when it comes to uh, these two superstars? I don't know. I think they're probably still around for a while. Okay. But, uh, okay, that's good. That's good. I don't know if you saw afterwards. There was a backstage interview with Becky. Real emotional mm-hmm. she got. Just kind of talking about, yeah, you know, they used to be best friends. Now they can't even stand each other. And uh, I think it was real. She was talking from the heart because it's a great match, but yeah, they'll never be the same again. Okay, now like we've said, the shooties are fast upon us every single week. They actually technically get one week closer. Um, <laughs> and work of the year, uh, work, work, work of the year is a category, uh, of course, won by uh, Lacey Evans infamously that one time. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, do I don't know what what where we put the shoot meter on this one? Uh, this Becky Charlotte feud is it a work? Is this real? I mean, I think a lot of it's real. It's well, there's always a little bit of a work, but I think the gist of it is real that they don't like each other anymore. Yeah, that could that could be it. That could be it. I don't know. I, I mean, th- by this time next year, we could get a big uh, in-ring hug. Camera zooms out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never yeah. know. I don't know. Apparently, I don't know where it is. Charlotte's just kind of a lone, a lone queen bee right now. She's a lone queen. I guess so. Oh. A queen without a crown? Court. court. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's move on because we're following up with another big match. We've got the men's traditional five-on-five Survivor Series match. Team SmackDown, King Woods, Happy Corbin, Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, and Sheamus taking on Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Lashley, and Austin Theory making his big Big, big pay-per-view kind of debut or whatever. Yeah, something like that. But uh, right as the match starts, Owens, he's arguing with Rollins about who's going to start the match. And Kevin convinces him he's starting the match. They ring the bell. And then right away, Owens just rolls out, walks off, gets the 10 count. He's counted out, eliminated just like that. Well, well, because every single year we do get one of this, right? I think last year it was Seth Rollins, like, I mean, height of the Monday Night Messiah, literally sacrificing himself. And he got on his knees, arms out, and just, like, took a pin (laughs) from someone super quick. So every year we know we're going to get this. They eliminate themselves. Let's just get the guy with the the, the smallest contract out of the way. Uh, We know (laughs) the rumors. I'm talking AC Dirt daily these days. Yeah, man. Hot rumors and, uh, you know, easy day at the office for Kevin Owens. So. <laughs> I know. We had to get dressed. You had to show up. Make <laughs> but, hair and uh, yeah. Everybody else uh, has some moments in the match. Balor eliminates Corbin with the coup de grace. Then Woods gets in there uh, against Lashley, but he gets hit with a spear, put in the hurt lock. So Woods is eliminated. And then Drew and Bobby, they just start brawling all around outside the ring over the barricade uh but they go too far and the ref counts them both out so another count out that was a weird one yeah (laughs) i didn't like that yeah they just wanted to get two at once i I mean you know it makes sense get the two brutes out of there (laughs) all at one time uh sheamus hits balor with a broke kick to eliminate him so now we're down to two on two sheamus and jeff working well crowds into them all these crowds are hot for jeff these days i don't know yeah, but, uh, crowd's been really hot, and he uh, he got some a lot of moments to shine. Yeah, uh, but Rollins and Theory on the other side, they've got some history together there. Uh, Theory catches Sheamus with a roll-up, gets a three. 
So Jeff, all alone now. Uh, but he hits Theory with a Swanton Bomb, eliminates him. So down to just Hardy and Rollins. They slug it out. Jeff goes for Twist of Fate. Uh, goes for the Swanton, but Seth gets the knees up. He blocks it. Follows up with the curb stomp. And that gets the three count. And the victory for Team Raw. Yeah, there was a lot of fun moments in this. Uh, but yeah, just like the elimination style, especially with the three count outs, making it kind of evident that you can't go outside the ring and really kind of keeping it contained. WWE always feels great at these like eight or ten man tag matches. You know, when a little uh, insanity can ensue. Uh, yeah. But with this, yeah, I don't you get the, the Owens thing kind of makes sense for me. I don't get the Lashley-McIntyre thing. Yeah, you know, if you're trying to protect both of these guys for being big, strong, beefy men, like, why put them in the match then? It wasn't Because Dominic was in this at one point. Yeah, Dominic and Ray. And Ray, it. right? And they kind of lost their opportunities. <laughs> uh, so maybe, you know, it may, may, is it a matter of, you know, Drew McIntyre being so big? He's, he's a guy who's on pay-per-views, you know, and it could be just something like that. Yeah, I think that's it. They just wanted them both on the show, but they didn't want either of them to get pinned, so that was their lazy way. But yeah. Mean, yeah, and Rollins... Won't be the last time they do it either. And Rollins has been on a bit of a tear uh, ever since Big E won that WWE title. <laughs> he, uh, he won the ladder match. He's kind of had some things with Kevin Owens. It really seems, you know, he is our next... He's the, he's the next top contender for that uh, over on Raw. Yeah, definitely. And uh, he's your sole survivor. Once again this year. I think he did it last year. Too. No, last year he he last year it. was when he sacrificed himself, I think. Oh, it might have been a couple years. They said he did it a few years ago. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, another thing. This whole entire pay-per-view was uh, dedicated to The Rock, his 25th anniversary, and I guess also to promote his new film, Red Notice, which they showed a bunch of times. But Red Notice, uh, now yeah. on Netflix, starring Gal Gadot <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds saying something cheeky and not overplayed at all. Check out yeah. Red Notice. At, you just sat on your, on your fucking couch. <laughs> so, and they, yeah, in between matches, they would play like all these famous rock moments, uh, which, I mean... I think was kind of, I mean, and if you're in the crowd, you might be expecting The Rock's going to show up tonight. They're doing all this hype. So I wouldn't have blamed anyone there who was thinking they might see The Rock. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we cut backstage. Roman Reigns goes into Vince McMahon's office where Vince has this glass case with this nice golden egg, which he tells us is worth $100 million. Cleopatra's egg. Which was given to him by The Rock. How would The Rock have gotten $100 million? Uh, I, I could see if he had a you know $100 million net worth if he got rid of everything he owned. <laughs> so but, he, he, well, no, he, sp he spent all the money on the XFL. He, uh, <laughs> he lost it That's all. true. Or maybe Vince released everyone so they could afford this egg. <laughs> yeah. But no, $100 million. I mean, that's you could have said $10 million and we maybe would have. 100 million still would have been but, cool uh, still would have been cool but then roman reigns is like hey 100 million that's cool almost as much as my knock contract <laughs> gotcha uh but let's move on like we said it's the rock's 25th anniversary so it's uh let's have a 25 man battle royal why the hell not and why the hell not i'll tell you why because you ask every year i know you're waiting for it the red and blue shirts yes and this is where you got them Thank Christ. Uh, I mean, I honestly wouldn't have been able to tell which 
brand has a lot of these people. We didn't get him. In the, we didn't get him in the actual match, and now you know it's yeah. one of those things where you don't want to jinx it. I'm like, okay, this is good for now. Yeah, we're not going to talk and about half of this. them. Are <laughs> but let's talk about uh, like why couldn't they well, just wear red or blue? You like uh, like you know uh, outfits? You know, just like red tights. Some of them have done that. So, well, some yeah, of them had some done them. that, but I meant all of them. I want all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the other half of this match was all about the Pizza Hut and their triple treat box, which uh, I've actually had. It's fantastic. So wait, what are the three treats? <laughs> well, you get two pizzas and then you get like a dessert, a bread and a wings. Oh, wow. That sounds it's good. a lot of food. Yeah, it's a lot of food. But, uh, they fucked up. I could tell the pe- they didn't have the pan pizza. You don't get you got to get the pan pizza if you're going to get Pizza Hut. OK, OK. All good to know. All good to know. Uh, but yeah, so Street Profits come out, they're handing out pizza, you know, you got a, the whole 24-7 gaggle in this match, but yeah, the big names, AJ Styles, Omos, Sammy Cesaro, guys like that, those are the ones that did stuff. Uh, we even got a little classic Otis, as, uh, R-Truth gives him a pizza slice and he just munches it down doing his, <laughs> his old heavy machinery type faces. His old, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so uh, Omos, Omos was the star here, just racking up eliminations. Twelve of them he got total. And I also noticed he's got some tattoos under his shirt. I can barely catch a glimpse. Of. Okay. Just some ink, some chest. Some chest uh, ink. But yeah, uh, Omos eliminating everyone. Eventually, at one point, he accidentally gets AJ because him and Aziz were like doing a tug of war with AJ Styles, just yanking <laughs> on him. Probably grew a couple inches, but. Uh, final three comes down to Omos, Montez Ford, and Ricochet. But, you know, these little guys, they just can't hang with Omos. Too big. Tosses them both over the top ropes, gets the win. And, yeah, that was it. Omos wins. That was it. AJ uh, goes- uh, kind of like <laughs> continuing the uh, what we've seen just with how they treat Omos. He just fucking wins. Yeah, I think they've got big plans for him. But they're, you know, they're nuts. They're, they're protecting him. You know, he's on the show a lot, but they don't want to over. They're not too overly ambitious in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, uh, that's right. But it, and in terms of battle royals, I, 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 don't, I, I feel I find them rarely good. <laughs> yeah, they're usually not. I mean, the Royal Rumble is way better. Than oh, of course. Well, you know, that, then it's the, <laughs> that's the fanfare of the event, not just like, yeah. you know, or yeah. OK, how about this? I've never been. If it's a planned battle royal, if there's a battle royal and I know it's coming, <laughs> I'm off. I, I might, you know, whether it's a casino battle royal, a Royal Rumble type of situation, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. When they throw it on a show and I had no idea it was coming, those are rarely going to turn, you know, move the needle, as it were. Yeah. And then <laughs> it was kind of funny at the very end, Montez just grabs the pizza and starts chucking slices into the crowd, just whipping them. Would you P- eat a slice? Pizza of is not a throwable food. Famously, I mean, it's sharp and pointy triangles. I mean, uh, but you know what? Well, it's soft. You know what? Is someone going to get a crust in the, in the I mean, eye? Yeah. Would you eat it if you caught a slice? It depends on how <laughs> intact it was. Like if I if I caught it as if it just kind of like you know I was just taking it out of the box, you know, with all the pepperoni and yeah. like everything else on it then sure but if it was like you know the pepperoni flew onto the guy beside me half of the cheese is the ro- and i just kind of got like wet dough i'm not yeah. eating wet dough no just, just drop it on the ground <laughs> yeah just drop it on the ground like, what the fuck are you doing montez I got my shirt I got oh, my shirt messy 
up next, we have the Tag Team Championship match, or champion versus champion. The Usos taking on RK, bro. Uh, yeah, just your classic two-on-two tag team. Good stuff here. Just good teamwork all around. Riddle hit a nice springboard. Floating bro to the floor. Uh, the Usos come in. At one point, they hit like a, a BTE trigger with super kicks. Uh, not quite the same. but Not quite the same. They tried uh, it, though. They tried it. <laughs> yeah. So they nail Riddle with that, but he kicks out. So Jimmy tries to hit Riddle with the Uso splash. But Randy Orton catches him midair with the RKO. And that gets three. That gets the three. You can never jump. You can never jump in, around Randy. Yeah, stop jumping. Stop jumping. <laughs> stop jumping around Randy Orton. Yeah, this was just a great, uh, you know, one of those lot of talent things. Um, yeah. And yeah, it doesn't have the, the chaos of the five on five. It's just a straight up tag match. Yeah, the straight up tag is, uh, you know, I think Raw. So Raw winning. So what's our score right now? We are at, I guess, if if we count the Battle Royal, we're at uh, three to one right now in favor of SmackDown. No, three to two. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so, you know, Raw needs uh, to get those points up there because it's very important that these things happen. Uh, Yes. All right. That's <laughs> we go backstage once again. Vince McMahon in his office now talking to Sonya and Pierce. But he realizes his $100 million egg. It's missing. It's been stolen. So Vince is just like, call the cops and interview everyone. But uh, Vince's acting is not what it used to be. He's, He's, uh, he yeah. used to be good. It's a little mechanical now. He used now. to be real good. Yeah, real mechanical, real. You can tell he's, like, writing the lines, but he's not really, yeah, he's not into them. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They showed this, uh, it's like a graphic novel promo now for Zia Lee, her origin story. Still waiting. Yeah, but. didn't they, well, didn't they try that? Or it, it felt very similar to the uh, Tian Shaw, those types of, you know, the, way, the way it was, yeah, you know, like did. an animated thing that we watched. Yeah. Pretty much the same deal. Uh, so let's move along to the women's Survivor Series match. You had uh, Bianca Belair, Carmella, Queen Zelina, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley on Team Raw. And then SmackDown was Sasha Banks, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Tony Storm, and Natalia. She's always there. Got to be there. But someone's got to be. Someone's got to anchor uh, seven and a half minutes of the match. <laughs> I guess so, but uh, Tony Storm actually, I thought, had a pretty good showing here. Uh, was actually pretty over with the crowd. Picked up a couple of eliminations. Uh, yeah, the first one, she rolled up Carmella. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, a little bit later, she gets someone else. But uh, yeah, you know, Sasha, Bianca, they square off, gets the big reaction from the crowd. And uh, Zelina tags in. Sasha hits her with a backstabber. Tony hits her with a Storm Zero. So that eliminates Zelina. Then Liv Morgan jumps in, hits Tony with the Oblivion. So she gets eliminated. And then Shotzi just jumps in, splashes Liv. Sasha tags in, hits another frog splash. So now Liv is eliminated. It's all going at a fast pace here. <laughs> and then, yeah, Rhea Ripley jumps in, but she gets triple teamed, uh, ending with a big knee from Baszler. So she's eliminated. So now it's four on one against Bianca Belair. But uh, Shotzi and Sasha... They had a great match on SmackDown, and they still can't get along here. They just keep fucking with each other. Sasha, uh, or Shashi, shoves Sasha, yanks her out of the ring, T 
Team SmackDown is all just shoving with each other. And all this commotion keeps Sasha Banks outside of the ring until the count of 10. So another count out. Our fourth one <laughs> in Survivor Series. <laughs> oh, wow. Between the, two ma- uh, between the two matches, out of the 10 people, four of them have been counted out. Almost half. That's almost half. Four. Yeah. And I mean, one person in each match doesn't lose. So that's like four out of eight. Four out of, four, four out of a possible <laughs> eight people. Wow. You're right. Yeah. I yeah. guess not every. Oh, no. Nine. Because, uh, yeah. yeah somebody, there has to be at least one person who doesn't get eliminated. That's right. That's right. Uh,. So, yeah, Sasha's gone just like that. Counted out. Down to three on one. Uh, Bel Air escapes a sharpshooter from Natalia, and uh, she manages to roll her up in a cradle. So, gets her eliminated. Two on one. Baszler grabs Bel Air in the Kirafuda clutch, but Bianca counters. Hits a glam slam, and that gets the elimination. So, just like that, she's brought it down to one on one. Shotzi versus Bianca. Uh, Shotzi grabs her, tries to hit the sliced bread. But Belair just catches her, hoists her up, hits the KOD, gets the win. Big win for Bianca Belair and Team Raw. Big win. Soul survive. Yeah, big win for Team Raw. And uh, I think also a big win for uh, non-former women's champions. Uh, like you said, Tony Storm before. Like you said, Liv Morgan. Coming down to the, coming down to the end, uh, you know, being Shotzi and Bianca Belair, I think this was great. I guess Bianca Belair, yeah. but you know what I mean. Like people, you know, these are these are the fresh faces that, uh, you know, are going to be someone in the future. And it's great that uh, Shotzi was shining, shining. Yeah. Oh, very happy. Yeah, very happy with that. And uh, Belair, I mean, this year she's won the Royal Rumble. She's won the WrestleMania main event. She's the sole Survivor Series survivor. It's a hell of a year. That's that's Bianca one Belair. hell of a re- that's one hell of a resume in a uh, three hundred and sixty five day. Span, yeah, headlining headlining yeah. mania one night and then soul surviving the next. Look out, shooties! Look out, shooties! Yeah. You're right, best best uh, female wrestler. <laughs> but uh, let's get to this main event of the evening. We've got Universal Champion Roman Reigns taking on WWE Champion Big E, champ first champ. Uh, crowds rooting for Big E, but like I said, they've been teasing the Rock all night, so there were some Rocky chants going on. Um, so some people thinking he's going to show up, I think. But they didn't know he was in Australia filming. Oh, really? What's he, fil- what's he filming? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> some action movie. But uh, either way, we get the big man. Just a big brawl fest here. Lots of power moves back and forth. You know, momentum switching. Uh, yeah, just a lot of offense for both men. Uh, at one point, Roman hits the rock bottom for a two count. So just another tease, more Rocky chance. So, I mean, it's going to happen sooner or later. Is he coming back? Is that happening? Race. I feel like... Uh... I mean, maybe not. I'm here at WrestleMania, not this year, but next year, because it's going to be in, uh, I think, L.A. or Ho- Hollywood. Yeah. Wait, so I mean, Hollywood, so that means so. Roman Reigns has to be champion for another uh, another year? I'm, fi- I'm fine with <laughs> I, that. I mean, I hope I'm not. I'm fine with that. Does Roman Reigns have to be champion for another two years? Get, he's getting the Hulk, I mean, he he's getting the Hulk Hogan treatment. Because he ha- he'd have to he, go over at the on The Rock, but he'd have to go over as the champion. That would be, you know, that's got to happen. I mean, he could lose it and gain it back before then just to split it up. I would. No. Uh, that'd be nice. Okay. But, okay. Oh, well, okay. Doesn't matter. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, so he hits that rock bottom. Big E kicks out. And then Big E does that scary suicide spear through the ropes to Reigns every time he does it. It gets you, eh? It gets you? 
because he's just like so much beef just falling <laughs> down on his head. He did, I mean, it's a cool move. It's just scary. But uh, <laughs> uh, and then back in the ring, Roman he hits his spear, but Big E kicks out of that, so he has a big comeback, hits the big ending, but Roman is able to just get his hand on the rope to survive the pin. And uh, then outside the ring, he throws Big E into the steel steps, and then hits a Superman punch, multiple Superman punches, followed by another spear, and this time that finishes the job, gets him the win. Roman Reigns celebrates, but The Rock does not show up. The Rock does not, and I'm sure after uh, after the show went off air, the, the maybe the crowd. I'm sure the crowd was, you know, they could have been feeling it. They could have been feeling energized. You know, they could have been feeling good. <laughs> Probably the first time they've seen wrestling in uh, over a year. You know, I mean, that's what they're expecting. But yeah, this, uh, yeah, the fucking beef, like you just said. Yeah. So I mean, overall, I mean, we had some good matches on the show, you know, but I mean, the pay per view itself, none of it mattered. Like we said, the brand warfare means less than ever, and for those counting, Raw wins five two. Five two, <laughs> wow! But I think yeah, I yeah. think the big takeaway yeah, Roman pinning the champ clean in the middle of the ring. That's a, that's a, that's a that is a clear message as to the man who Roman Reigns is. I think Roman Reigns was on he was on one of the late night people this week, Fallon. Yeah, I think he asked him. He's like, "You gonna fight the Rock?" And he's like, uh, "We'll see." Oh, oh like so it is happening, is what you're saying? <laughs> They've teasing it. Yeah, they're teasing it. Like I said, WrestleMania 2023. 2023. 2023. Not WrestleMania 2000. I mean, I think they, I think that'll mean that'll mean <laughs> that'll mean the Rock's probably fucking like 54 years old. Do you think he'll still be able to go? Yeah, and I think it's this far in advance that they can. Be like, all right, don't schedule any movies for that month. <laughs> for that month Ugh. of prep. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes somebody, uh, that is all it is. And that was Survivor Series. Uh, you know, it's, it was an okay show. There were some highlights there. Yeah. I think that I mean, women's match that kicked off the uh, the night was definitely the highlight, probably. Yeah, that was my match of the night. Uh, the two Survivor Series matches were pretty fun as well. But, uh, yeah, no real consequences to come out of any of this. Yeah, no real consequences. So we just start up the very next night. Uh, like, nothing happened. Like, it was just a fever dream. Like, we wake up in violent sweats and just like, ah! Oh, okay, it was, <laughs> it, was, it was all a dream. Let's get back into the real action. Of course, we're talking about Monday Night Raw. Let's get The big follow. Right. So I guess our next pay-per-view, now that Survivor Series is behind us, our next pay-per-view is this uh, uh, day one. Uh, their, Janu- or their January 1st uh, pay-per-view. Day one? Year one? Something like day that? Day one, yeah. Day one. Uh, of course, we've got war games in December, but that's... I mean, it's not a takeover anymore. They're calling it pay-per-views. They're just calling it pay-per-views. Just NXT war games. Yeah, just... Uh, but, like we said, the next night, Monday Night Raw... The big mystery. We didn't solve it. Uh, the egg is still missing. Now, so I'm, Vince. Well, I'm glad you know. I mean, the show had to start <laughs> off, uh, like we had said, and I, I kind of glossed through this um, on the, uh, you know, when it actually happened on the pay per view, or just when you were just mentioning up right now, because we, like we'd always talk about the shooties, the best TV storyline is always is something that we have to think about. What's been the best story <laughs> told on television? Well, what's in the cage? Who killed Roman Reigns? Uh, who stole the golden egg? 
Yeah. I don't know. It's clearly I mean. it's clearly important enough that Raw opens tonight. Vince McMahon sitting there, Sonya Deville, Adam Pierce, and uh, trying to decipher who might have been the one to steal the uh, the stolen egg. No leads uh, other than some very blurry surveillance tape. Yeah, and uh, Vince, he's put out a bounty. Says if anyone on the roster brings him the guilty culprit, they will get a WWE title match tonight. So. Big reward. Wow. I wonder what the, uh, if that, if, I mean, if that is the reward, I wonder what the punishment is uh, for stealing (laughs) the egg. I don't know. We'll have to see. But uh, we just cut to the locker room and they're just tearing the place apart looking for this egg. Because we're back. We're still in Brooklyn. It is the next night. You know, we're still here. Yeah. Same arena. Could just be tucked under some towels or something. But uh, Truth finds a football. He's like, I got it. Which, yeah, looks kind of like an egg. But let's get into the wrestling. We had Riddle taking on Dolph Ziggler. But Riddle was dressing like Randy Orton. He had the fake goatee, uh, came out to his entrance, doing the mannerisms, everything. Yeah, he yeah but, he, he had the little wraps on his uh, on his hand. Yeah, was, yeah, never. Normally he's all naked, but uh, still wrestles like Riddle for the most part. Except for the end when he starts to channel the inner Viper and hits a perfectly executed RKO. To get the win. Yeah, to get the win. Uh, this was, uh, yeah, just a, what, a classic riddle match? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, so it was solid. And then afterwards, Robert Roode tries to jump him. So Orton steps in and hits him with the bro Derek as a tribute to Riddle. Yeah, yeah. Ziggler, uh, classic Dolph Ziggler, just selling, just selling hard. Yeah. And then Becky Lynch comes out to a big ovation. They're chanting for Becky. She talks about beating Charlotte and says, I'm done with that. Time to turn the page. Who's next? And she just starts yelling at the crowd and talks about Liv, Liv Morgan being the number one contender. And um, yeah, just says, I'm going to beat you because not every underdog has their day. Not everyone. But I don't know. Day one? It's a whole, it's not, it just sounds like a fresh start. You know, a blank slate. A tabula rasa. Yeah, I mean, Becky herself is the one who said she expects Liv to be a champ, so maybe she wants to yeah, play Yeah, watch what you're you saying know, there, big-time Bex. Yeah. Uh, Bianca Belair comes out to a big cheer and just talks about being the sole survivor and coming back from 4-1. Uh, Tamina comes out because she's going to fight Belair for some reason. So Because she's there. Uh, that's why. She's there. That's pretty much it. Belair picks her up. KOD. Easy win. Uh, but then afterwards, Natalia and Dewdrop lay Bianca out, so they p- appear to have this power trio going on. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, just yeah, especially the big people. Did we ever see uh, Bianca KOD Nia Jax? Did that not happen? I don't think so. That would that would have been the big Andre Hulk yeah. moment. Well, Dewdrop, Tamina can do it to Dewdrop. Hey, there we go. Everyone, everyone needs their big uh, they their big Hulk moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Seth Rollins comes out just to brag about being the sole survivor for the men's team at Survivor Series and uh, then he's here to have a match against Finn Balor so they just kind of brawl outside the ring and this crowd they were they were singing Seth Rollins song all night or all match I don't know how they even know the words <laughs> I, did, I, cer- they were doing I, I certainly don't know the yeah, words the, for it yeah they were singing it like it was Judas they were everything <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he nails Finn in the head with the steel steps and then hits him with some curb stomps. Uh, 
And then he storms off. This match never actually begins. They just kind of brawl at ringside. But then the big moment, possibly biggest moment of the night, is when Seth, he's going back up the ramp. And then this man, this fan, just comes running and storming down, tackles him hard to the ground. Seth grabs him in a headlock. The ref jumps in, and they quickly cut the camera over to Finn Balor. But there's plenty of fan cam footage out there for you to see. That was crazy. That was crazy. (laughs) It seems to happen every so often. Hasn't happened at an AEW show yet, knock on wood. Of course, as I say that, it's Friday. It's going to happen tonight on Rampage. (laughs) Um, And Isn't this like the second time this has happened to Seth Rollins? I think it's like the fourth time. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with (laughs) Seth Rollins? I don't know. Well, the crazy thing is, I heard the backstory in this guy. Oh, okay. Tell me. I, I've not uh, heard this, no. I mean, he's obviously got to be a little mentally ill or something, but he apparently got catfished by this guy pretending to be Seth Rollins, <laughs> and he, like, scammed what? him. And, what? Uh, <laughs> what? That's not so a I guess he's like, I'm going to get him. Thing. I'm going to get him back. That, that's what he said. That's what's been said. That's People not have a real thing. Uh, <laughs> whether you choose to believe, I don't know. Either way, this was a scary moment. I mean, he he literally got up and hit him. He could have had a knife. He could have had anything. Oh so. yeah, it was it was a full it was a full Roman Reigns spear. Yeah, like he tackled. This was a big guy too. This he had a big belly hanging out of his yeah, shirt. Rollins put him into the fucking headlock and. Uh... Yeah, and then you know what's funny? They said this was the same arena where Bret Hart got tackled by the fan <laughs> at the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, so, possibly, possibly. Bad luck. Right. Bad, bad same luck. guy. Bad luck. Yeah, not not the same fan though. Don't don't <laughs> run out, kids. Don't run out and attack. Uh, no shit. You know what? I just remember I said that didn't happen. AEW show. It totally did. MJF and Jericho were doing a promo. Jericho, yeah, that's right. The, uh, someone helped. But the oh, he didn't make contact like this guy. Yeah, this guy got <laughs> in a full. And what's going on with security there? I know that's the thing too. It's probably. Hard to tell. Like you have to make a split second. You're like, is this part of the show, or, or should I jump? Yeah, in? I wonder. Yeah, the the, the fucking <laughs> the, the venue security guard isn't being told what's kayfabe and what's not. Because I remember at WrestleMania when Gronkowski was in the front row, and oh, then yeah. all through a drink the ref at him. Didn't know and, <laughs> the ref didn't know. Or the one of the security guards, like this woman, Something runs like up that. and like tries to stop, like tries to grab Gronk when he jumps over the barricade. <laughs> then somebody else ran up behind them, like no, 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 yeah, this like is, no, 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 he's in it, he's in the yeah. show, he's a part of the show. So yeah, it, it happens. Wild I guess stuff. It does happen. Happens in all sports. Fans run on the field, they go crazy. Ah, <sighs> but let's move on. Let's tone it down a bit. We gotta, so we gotta figure out this egg. That fan, maybe he's like a hundred million dollars. I gotta get this egg. Yeah, he, as soon as he saw there was an egg, he's like, "Hi, oh, guys, I gotta." Seth knows where it is. Yeah. Uh, so we go backstage. Sami Zayn tells Vince, "I know who has the egg, but uh, he's not here yet." So Vince is like, "Bring him to me, and you'll get that title shot." So we'll solve that mystery soon. Okay. Uh, but in the meantime, Street Profits take on AJ Styles and Omos. Um, yeah, nothing crazy here. Omos tags in, just starts to dominate. So Dawkins pulls out a fire extinguisher, sprays Omos in the face, and he got him good. His mouth was open here and shit. I could just see that white foam just going all over. Ooh. But that causes the DQ, though. Can't do that. So, uh, yeah. I guess that, that yeah, I guess that happens. I guess that happens. Yeah. So let's just move on because we've got championship match the women's tag team titles on the line Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley 
if you forgot, defending against Queen Zelina and Carmella. Uh, yeah, pretty short match here, but, you know, it was solid for what it was. Uh, Carmella, Zelina, they take out Ripley, so Nikki's all alone. Carmella super kicks Nikki. Zelina hits the code red. Gets a three count. Her and Carmella are the new tag team champs. Are the new tag champs in less than five minutes. God, it feels like. That's so weird, eh? That a championship reign can end in a, in five minutes, bell to bell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Zelina, her first ever title, so. That's cool. Good That's for cool. her. That's cool. You know, and Ever like since. actual kind of like decisive, like a decisive uh, heel team. The combo, I mean, the combo of Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. is has was weird since day one. Yeah, Zelina Mella is a way better. Is a way better thing, but yeah, it's tough to. It it really goes to show the way that they kind of treat the belt when, like, it can they're no, with no build, and just announced, they'll <laughs> change the champion. They'll change titles, you know. Just, you know, without nothing, yeah. just like no, we're done with this group. Let's just immediately move it on to these people and then go forward. Yeah, but the the hot streak of Zelina, Queen Zelina, Queen Zelina, Queen Zelina, Champion Zelina, Queen. Champ. Ever since uh, ever since the nine eleven bumping, she's been on yes, streaks. Ever since, since that big nine, <laughs> the big nine eleven bump. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm. But let's go backstage. Let's solve this mystery because Sami Zayn has brought in the guilty culprit as promised. And it's Austin Theory. He's everywhere right now. He's got the egg. He's like, oh, sorry, Vince. I just wanted to take a selfie with it. And I didn't have time, so I stole it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So Vince is pissed off. But at the same time, he's like, you got balls. I like that. I'm going to drop the charges and you're getting the title match tonight. Not Sami. So bullshit. Bull, that is bullshit. That is bullshit. Also, what Complete a bullshit. We could have done so much with who stole the egg. We could <laughs> yep. have done so much with it. Uh, but now it's like it's over. It's like somebody telling you, you know, where the prize is, you know, right when you get to the maze. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's that. That's that. Hey, so. it'd be like, you know, it's like the Nazis who come in after Indiana Jones when he goes uh, in the last crusade, when he gets like into the, like the, the, like, the, you know, the, the, whatever it is, you know, cause they just <laughs> fucking walk across cause he's done all the work already. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Indiana Jones had to like sit there the... and he is like, you know, he's about to like Judea, but he's like, but in the Jewish alphabet, Judea starts with an H and then he's like steps on the J and he's like, whoa, like these guys or, figured that all out already. Episode five of Squid Game, if you've seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen it yet. But okay. see no exact spoilers. same thing. See it? Oh, no, this is a trope. <laughs> Without saying anything. You, know, yeah, you can't spoil a trope. It. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but you can spoil a good time with a 24-7 title match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Reggie defends against Cedric. Let's just get to it. Cedric wins the title. The gaggle runs out. Dana Brooke is part of it. She hits a blockbuster and pins Cedric. She's the new champ. Uh, I think it's her first ever title. I don't think she's ever won this, even this title before. So, hey, some dad to the mantle. Yeah, you know, and some people, you know, uh, they win the 24-7 title. <laughs> Maybe we can have some yeah, of these women, so. uh, just like an all-female gaggle for a month or something. 
Well, that's just it because yeah, she's celebrating. All the men are like, ugh, they don't want to attack her. So, but I mean, a roll up's a roll up. It's not that violent. You can roll. Exactly. Up a lady. You can roll up a lady. You know, we're <laughs> not going to go full uh, Royal Rumble 2019 on Nia Jax here for a second. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, one of the best. One uh, of the best kind of like ending sequences in the Rumble. Bobby Lashley takes on the Mysterio family here. Handicap match. Uh, so Lashley just beats up Dominic for a while and. Ray just has to watch helplessly, but the Mysterios gain their ground. They hit a double 619. They hit two frog splashes, but Bobby Lashley still kicks out of all that, uh, and he just fights back, puts Dominic in the hurt lock, makes him tap out. Make him tap out, you know. It's, uh, yeah, handicap matches. I, I feel like they never go in the... There's always like you know, there's a couple directions they can always go, which always ends with I'll either the heels are small and they lose right away, or the heel is big and he wins. Yeah. Uh, Either way it doesn't really I mean, if the one guy wins, it makes the two look bad. If the two guy wins, well you only beat one guy. Yeah, and then you're kinda like (laughs) it's it's like nobody wins or loses from a handicap match either way. Uh other than the eventual breakup of Damien oh sorry, wow. Let me rephrase Dominic. that. Dominic and Ray. Yep. But let's go on to Damian Priest coming out to issue an open challenge for his United States Championship. Then uh, Apollo Crews, he tries to answer it, but Sami Zayn comes out and says, No way, I got screwed out of one title match tonight already, so this one's mine. And uh, thankfully, we get that. Damian Priest versus Sami. Uh, Sammy, he hits that blue thunder bomb for a two count. Uh, another, he hits a top rope sunset flip. Another big near fall. So Sammy looking pretty good here, getting lots of moves in. But then he uh, he goes too far. He pisses off Priest, who does those crazy eyes, and that just unleashes the inner Damien inside. Yeah, hits the reckoning, gets the win. I just reckoning, gets the win. A little Damien Omen thing, you know, this new little. Yeah, it's a, exactly. It's a, it's a new. It's a new <laughs> character. You know, he's got some guy liner. Um, it, it, yeah, other than Apollo Crews coming out in the first place, uh, yeah, Sami Zayn. I would love to see Sami Zayn not do the, you know, everyone's wrong, I'm right kind of thing that he just always does. Babyface Sami. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, his contract's gonna run up and he's gonna be a whole new man. El Generico is coming back, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I think he'll just be Sammy something. Oh, okay. No, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think don't Generico's know. dead. Generico died in a fire saving orphans. Many oh, really? Is that how they? Is that how they? That's that's what Sammy says. WWE's never acknowledged. Oh, okay, true, true. But something like that, yeah. Or he went to go build an orphanage. I don't know something. Gotcha. Uh, but let's go. We got a main event match. A lot of title matches on this Monday Night Raw. Way more than on the pay per view the night before. Uh, <laughs> so Big E defends WWE title against Austin Theory. Seth Rollins hanging out at ringside. Uh, but then Kevin Owens comes out as well. So lots of distractions here for Big E. Uh, Theory hits this. I don't even know what. It was like a figure four neck breaker. I don't know what it was. It was a pretty cool move. Gets him a two count. Uh, Rollins and Owens start arguing outside the ring. Big E gets a hold of Theory. Hits the big ending. Gets the win. Retains the title. Retains over a pretty good in a, in a pretty good uh yeah pretty good showing for Austin Theory yeah like you said first pay per view the night before main eventing Raw the next night that's uh those are signs of an upward trajectory yeah 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Vince was in a segment with him personally. So personally like in a segment. That's a good point. Never thought about that. Yeah. And that was your Raw, your Fallout to Survivor Series. Yeah, the egg stuff was weird. Um, but we got some new tag women's tag champions, and uh, we got to see Sami Zayn wrestle. So sometimes, you know, you just gotta you just gotta find the good, find the good in the evil. <laughs> yeah, you gotta crack a few eggs. Ah, <laughs> great, great way to end off. Uh, probably the first half of the show. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a breaky. Take a break. We're gonna come, come. back uh, with all of our dynamite action and uh, NXT 2.0. So you're gonna want to stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Back here with part two of the podcast, folks. Thank you for sticking out through the break. Um, with uh, Survivor Series far behind us, uh, I'm glad we can focus on main roster non-branded, non-branded stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, but let's take a whole step away from the main roster in general, because, like you said, we got a pay per view coming up just on the other uh, just on the other roster. They're just calling it War Games these days. We know it's coming That's up it. in a few weekends, uh, so let's get into some NXT 2.0. NXT, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT, watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. Let's do it. Uh, kick off the show with Grayson Waller taking on Tommaso Ciampa. And Waller, he does all right. Hangs in there with the champ for a pretty good while. And uh, more rock references. At one point, he tried to do the people's elbow. But... They're really uh, selling this rock thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this whole week. But uh, yeah, Waller keeps it competitive, gets a couple near falls. Uh, Ciampa hits an air raid crash off the top rope. And then, oh yeah, at one point Waller, he does like this, uh, it's like the Vince Carter. He does a slam dunk through his legs, elbow drop. He does the, a, dun- a dunk <laughs> elbow drop. That's, no, that's yeah. got to be a new one. Kind of fun, but uh, you can't quite compete with the champ here. Tommaso Ciampa hits the final beat and the fairy tale ending to get the win. But great fight put up by Waller. Best, best I've seen of him yet. He won me over here. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's just a match for any of these young guns going up against Tommaso Ciampa. You know, he's one of the best in the business. Has been for years, and uh, it's great for you know the future of NXT. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the future, one of our Bright young stars here, uh, Cameron Grimes. I mean, I guess he's been around since. It feels he's been like, for a while he's, like NXT, he, he's one of the older ones. I feel he is, but I feel like his future is still so much to come. Like he's barely scratched the surface of what we can do. Yeah, that's a good point. But uh, well, he comes out. He's not looking too happy because we can all see his beard and hair are noticeably a little bit trimmed after that that scumbag Duke Hudson his shameless attack the week before. So, uh, yeah, grimy. He he uh, starts talking about his his growing up, and you could tell he was channeling some real emotions. He had tears running down his cheeks. Real tears, people. Face. Real tears. Real tears. Yeah, he was cutting this impassioned promo, and yeah, you know, I was brought up. I was told I wasn't good enough, and I showed them I hold it down. And the crowd starts chanting for him, and he says, I made it. I struck it rich, but I kept my hair and beard this way to remind myself of humble beginnings. And he tells Duke Hudson to get out of here, because I'm done talking. But then Hudson appears on the screen at a barber shop, 
says he's not coming out. So Grimes says, you're gutless and nutless. And it challenges him to a good old hair versus hair match at War Games. And Hudson accepts. And hair versus hair. Oh, that's a bold choice yeah. to make as the man with the more hair in the, yeah. in the situation. That's like, a, that's almost as bold as, remember, was it, a, it was Kane and Stone Cold in a first blood match. Yeah, yeah. That's a ballsy choice, considering that you're entire. You know, you're 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 going a guy who just has a portion of his arm exposed. Yeah, his uh, one hand, pretty much. <laughs> and then the other guy, you know, or you yourself, just have kind of trunks and knee pads. Uh, yeah. I love the confidence. <laughs> love the confidence in in uh in grimy, and hopefully the match. You know, I mean, this is kind of you know if this is the Duke Hudson opportunity to shine, right? So let's see it. I mean, yeah, but I don't want him to win. I don't want Grimy to lose that hair. Oh, I want Grimy. Well, I want Grimy to win, <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, you lo- there's there's yeah. there's dignity in uh, in loss. Yeah, yeah, he can have a great showing, and yeah. like we said, his hair is only a couple inches long. He can grow it back in a exactly. Few weeks. You can grow it just like that. Look at he split. Uh, then we had this vignette for this new character, this uh, this rich blonde spoiled girl. Uh, Tiffany, Tiffany Stratton. She's talking about Tiffany's epiphanies, just kind of, she's playing tennis. She's like, my daddy only buys me the best cars and things like that. And I don't know, real Paris Hilton type kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, well, I guess. I like it though. I'm excited. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Some of the broadness of these, uh, of these new <laughs> NXT 2.0 characters, uh, they're maybe a little too broad for, <laughs> for me sometimes. Uh, but yeah, sure, we'll have to let, see. let it premiere. We'll see what happens. I just want like a legally blonde type character, and you know, she starts off like this, but then she wins us over with her heart of gold. And right, right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've got probably way more plans than they do. <laughs> but Tiffany Stratton, uh, keep an eye out. Keep an eye out, folks. But before that, we got tag team action. Indy Hartwell, Persia Parada taking on Team Casey. But Indy is just distracted the whole match. Still thinking about her husband, Dexter, who, I mean, I don't even think he was hurt that bad, but you guys, he got hurt last week. He got beat up. But Anyway, she's too distracted. She's letting her partner, Persia, down. So Persia just tags in. Uh, oh, yeah. Indy gets slammed down. Caden climbs up to the top turnbuckle. And then Lacey climbs on top of Caden's shoulders. And then Caden jumps, launch, launches Lacey off. So just huge super splash. And that gets him the three count. Yeah, for Team KC. Yeah, cool. Move. As you've cool as, as you've kind of named them. I'm now. the only one that's ever said that. Yeah. Yeah, I think she, I think Indy Hartwell there said uh, she, um, Dex Loomis will be out for a month. Um, yeah, like so you know, foot or some, something, something no. like that. Uh, you know, because to me, to me, it makes sense. I you would think um, Dex Loomis would be a guy, you know, to kind of take NXT 2.0 forward. His character is perfectly broad. And uh, you know, no one else is doing it. So you're kind of like, okay, this is you're a thing. You are a thing. Uh, so yeah, yeah, injury could be you know probably legit. Hopefully he comes back uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean he's gonna miss out on War Games. So but yeah, that. feels like Indy Hartwell but... has kind of got lost in this uh, NXT 2.0 shuffle, especially with the st- uh, yeah, well... especially with the status of you know the way you know, Candice LeRae, of course, she's probably on mat leave now. Johnny Gargano. We don't know if he'll ever, if you know, if he'll be here much longer. 
Uh, I heard that he he signed a one week contract extension just really? to fulfill his war games. Match. Oh, like so he I signed the old Adam Cole deal. Yeah, oh, I think that's so pretty much it. So he's coming to AEW for sure. Yeah, pretty much. Sweet. I think he's he's finishing up. He's gonna do the job. He's gonna let someone pin him, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll see. We'll so, see. Is that yeah. War Games? Isn't this weekend though? It's the weekend. No, no, no. It's just, it's just that normal 5th. Tuesday, right? I think. Is it? I think it's a Sunday. I think it's on a Sunday. Oh, okay. Okay. I could be wrong. Yeah, but um, uh, be quick. Yeah, December fifth. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. that makes sense. We we go all we're all cleared up. Cleared. Uh, where were we? Santos Escobar mm-hmm. finally back here in NXT, taking on Malik Blade and uh, Escobar. Was his hair always this long, or was it just tied up before? But either way, looking. I think it was. I think I think it was tied up like in the back before, in one of those kind of like fashionable tie ups. Yeah, like a samurai bun. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh yeah looking different here looking cool long hair but uh match wasn't that long escobar just makes short work here hits the phantom driver gets the win the uh, afterwards legato they cut a promo but kyle o'reilly and von wagner interrupt followed by the tag champs imperium and they say we'll defend the tag titles against the winner of you two teams uh, at War Games. At War Games. Um, yeah, this Von Wagner guy, uh, we saw him, what, he was on SmackDown or Raw a couple weeks back as like a one-time yeah, bodyguard or something. Man. God, he's <laughs> a weird-looking dude. Yep, weird, but he's big. Yeah, just he's a weird, big-looking guy. He looks like he's big-boned. You know where somebody says, like, <laughs> you know, you're fat, and they're like, I'm not fat, I'm big-boned. He looks like he, he's in very good shape. He is big-boned. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right. After that, Mandy Rose takes on the young rookie Cora Jade, and Mandy's just kind of bullying her all over the ring. But then Cora has a little comeback uh, until Mandy regains control. But then Kaylee Ray comes out, just swinging this bat all over the place, smashing shit up at ringside. Uh, distracts Mandy, and this allows Cora Jade to roll her up. For the three count. Huge upset. That was surprising to say the least. Yeah. Biggest win of her career. Maybe one of the even only wins of her career. Possibly, yeah. yeah Certainly, a, like, you know, kind of in a non-dark match. Um, Yeah, I guess you, you can have your champion lose a four-minute match uh, because... Like, you know, Mandy Rose, you know, being a veteran can kind of, you know, still be good in spite of a loss. I don't know. It's a weird, weird play. Yeah, weird. I guess it helps Cora Jade uh, if they're going to follow up with anything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Let's move on to some more women's action. We got Ivy Nile of the Diamond Mine taking on Ulisa Leon, who you may never see again. Probably not. So... Yeah, Ivy just dominates, you know, showboating her strength. She's doing push-ups. She's doing sit-ups. And then she locks in this cool variant of a dragon sleeper to get the dominant victory. Yeah, uh, another one of these classic quick NXT matches. Yeah, but I like Ivy so far. She's got a cool thing going on. Looks tough. Looks badass. Tough. Uh, Grizzled Young Vets take on Briggs and Jensen. And uh, Briggs and Jensen, I guess, kind of playing the baby faces here. And they hit some big moves, fire up the crowd, get the win. 
continue their climb up the tag division. Weren't they already kind of at the top of the tag division uh, this summer against MSK? Oh, yeah, MSK, MSK got pulled over by the cops for some reason. Yeah, I didn't really. Okay, yeah, I forgot about, I forgot about that, too. <laughs> Nothing important there. <laughs> uh, but let's go to the main event. We've got a triple threat match for the North American title. Carmelo Hayes defending against Pete Dunn and Johnny Gargano in his second last match ever, maybe. Two of the, uh, you know, the bigger, the biggest fantasy superstars of all time, one could argue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this was a good match. It's fast paced, lots of action. Johnny, the crowd favorite here, but Dunn, Pete Dunn getting some good support as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ends up hitting Johnny with the bitter end, makes the cover, but then Tony D'Angelo runs out, yanks him off. What the hell's going on here? Uh, so he slams Dunn into the steps. He's causing chaos. Uh, back in the ring, Carmelo hits a big top rope axe kick to Johnny. And that gets him the three. Retain his title. To retain. <laughs> this might have been his first title defense, actually. Might have been. Might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's a big brawl afterwards. Ciampa comes out with the chair, along with L.A. Knight, who has seemingly aligned himself with the baby faces all of a sudden. Okay. I don't know. Uh, and then Braun Breaker comes out beside the heels. Uh, and he just yells, War Games! So that's that. A big siren starts going off, like a fucking nuclear yeah. bomb's about to drop. No, because um, Mike, you uh, you're not you, this this is you're you're looking at a uh, you're not looking at baby faces and heels. This doesn't matter who you align with. This is old school ver- old school versus new school. Is it not? Ah. Is this not the four? You know the you know the four NXT superstars to lead us into the glory years with four um, you know in their twilights. Uh, that's, I mean, th- that's how that's how I see this playing out, right? As soon as I saw this happen, you know, these young guys, yeah, the all, these young kids are going over. Braun Braun Breaker's going over. He's making this pin. Yeah, there's and no I way. Think that's, I just think uh, instead of L.A. Knight, maybe have Kyle O'Reilly on there, just because. Okay, yeah, that could have made more sense. Undisputed, Undisputed Era has been a part of every War Games match until this point. Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly could have made that like uh, specific <laughs> that to link. him. Uh, yeah. right, but and yeah. just because he's been around, LA Knight's not quite old school enough. NXT for me to call him old school. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's yeah, no, that's fair, that's fair, but uh, but either still. way, either way, we know our matches they're happening. I think, uh, yeah, was it last week? Io Shirai just yelled war games, so that was how they booked the woman. That's how they booked the woman's one. William so Regal doesn't exist. Is William Regal, does he have a job still? Because he has not been released unless they don't, unless they when they release people, they don't include. No, I don't think they'd release him. I think he's just, yeah, just part of 2.0. There is no on-screen authority figure. Yeah, that's a good at least point. for now. That's a good point. Uh, and that was all of 2.0. It was a great show. Let's move uh, to the next day and another brand because, like you said, you know, it is, um, it is, it is Thanksgiving Eve, of course. So what better way uh, to grab some gobble gobble? Get some, uh, get put, um, you know, put, um, uh, get the, the the pumpkin pie, discuss politics, and watch yeah. some all elite wrestling dynamite. AEW, all elite, they coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Uh, right before that, sure. uh, just want to mention two quick things from the rampage on the Friday. 
uh, one of those TBS title quarterfinal matches. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, we are still about a month. Oh God, still over a month away from that tournament uh, culminating. Yeah. So Jade Cargill defeated Red Velvet to advance to the semifinals. So no big surprise. Remains undefeated in AEW. Wow. And uh, has a pretty good chance of winning this whole thing. Maybe she they could. Just want to keep this push going. Yeah. She could. Uh, and then the other thing from Rampage. This one got me mad. Uh, Darby Allen versus Billy Gunn. Did you watch that match? I did. So right near the end, uh, Darby hits a code red and then a coffin drop. Covers Billy, but Billy kicks out at one out of a coffin drop. I don't know what that <laughs> that that's... that made you mad. Well, well, and they've been well they've been talking about this on uh, they talk about this on AEW all the time. How this Gun family has. Like their re- not maybe not their consecutive streak, but their like overall record is huge. Yeah, on dark, but <laughs> uh, no, I mean even a guy like fucking Cody yeah. Rhodes isn't kicking out at one. He at least gets two. No, but I agree. Billy, I agree. Could be a weird. It's a weird thing. It's a weird. It choice. got me hot. Yeah, it got me hot. But uh, he hit another one and won the match. But either way, it just it was very weird. I mean, Billy Gunn of all people, he's no. You know, it's not Malachi Black kicking out. Yeah, uh, the Gun Club is nine and zero in uh, in 2021. Yeah, no, I think their record is something crazy, like thirty and two. Or I, I uh, yeah, Billy Gunn's record is forty four and seven. That's pretty good. Yeah, for a guy who's like fifty something. Yeah, you have three. He has three. He has, or uh, yeah, Penta has three times more losses than Billy. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, but let's get into dynamite. As you said, the nice big Turkey Day special. Uh, we're back in Chicago. I feel like we've been here like five times. We go to Chicago every three weeks. <laughs> uh, and why is it? Why don't they go to the West Coast? Is this a thing? They made there, it. In, yeah, Tony's still talking. He's like, yes, soon. I'm coming to the West Coast. I'm coming to Canada. But like, why? I, well, I don't even think about Canada. I understand there could be like travel restrictions or whatever. But even just like the West Coast United States, is it is it a thing? Like why? We made we went to Texas kind of once, I think. I don't think we've ever been to like a Colorado or a yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, you feel like, yeah. I feel like there's tons of other places they can go. Definitely. Um, but. Back in Chicago tonight. Whatever. Uh, home of CM Punk, who comes out to start the show to a huge hero's welcome here. Uh, but right away, MJF comes out. So, bunch of asshole chants. And yeah. Uh, then they just get into it. MJF uh, talks about Punk. You know, you took your ball. You went home like a little bitch. And the pipe bomb, that was your best moment. And every single moment I have is the best moment. Uh just a bunch of good lines. Never knew a straight edge man could look so much like a meth addict. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm I'm about to verbally finish you quicker than your UFC career. And uh, yeah, uh, and I then, think I think MJF <laughs> had a good one where he said, um, "You're you're not the guy. I I you're or you're not the wrestler you once were. You might as well come out here saying hustle, loyalty, respect." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that got that a huge. Yeah, there was like six of them. I think he said something about Triple H. Also, I don't know. Yeah, the King of Kings, and then yeah. CM Punk. CM Punk was like, "Yeah, you're just a less famous Miz." Miz. So, <laughs> just tons of oh, 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 back and forth. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, and then Punk's like, "Yeah, you know what? You're kind of right. I didn't know if people would still care, and if I still had it, 
but uh, I was selling out MSG while you were marking out for Rosie O'Donnell. And, yeah, just more of these, just this whole promo. One of the best promos of the year. Oh, Both men just going back and forth. Crowd was hot for every single thing. And the shooties. Uh, yeah. He says, you're too busy. You're talking about being the most powerful of the four pillars. You don't even realize you've been replaced by Brit, Brit, Brit Baker. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. The only way you'll be number one is if you wait around long enough for Tony to have a daughter that you're going to marry. Uh, that was another Just good line one. After that line. was another good yeah, one. Line, uh, I, could, I can't even remember. I'm not even telling half of them. But anyways, we close it all out. CM Punk says, last time I was here, I gave everyone ice cream bars. But this time, all I want to do is punch you in your needle dick right now. And MJF rolls out of the ring to avoid getting punched. Yeah, because this is an eventual <laughs> money match. This is eventual oh, yeah. gold. This is huge match. And I think this is the match where Punk takes his first loss. Could be. I mean, we thought it might have happened in that Eddie Kingston match, you know. but uh, Yeah, I thought there was a chance. But yeah. I think it even more for this. Wow, okay, okay. Because, yeah, MJF, especially in singles matches, he just doesn't lose. He doesn't. And, you know, he uh, he is one of that, those four pillars. CM Punk is not one of the four pillars as much as, uh, you know, as important as he is to the company. He's not that guy. He's in a different, yeah. He's in a different he, category. He's, yeah, he's a leg of a chair, but he's not the leg of the table. <laughs> okay, there we go. Oh, okay, not bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, the chair, you got Brian, Punk, Jericho, uh, Christian, there's four. Yeah, there's another four. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, just an excellent. That was 21 minutes of the show, uncut. <laughs> that opening promo, and I wouldn't complain. It was perfect. It no, was great. It was fa- yeah. That was a lot of time devoted to uh, two of the best talkers in the game. Yeah, and uh, CM Punk wasn't done. He stays out because he's got a match, uh, unfortunately against QT Marshall, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, he's got all those all those other factory jabronis out there just fucking with punk. Uh, so thankfully, referee Paul Turner ejects them. And Chicago crowd just super hot, loving everything punk does. And QT hangs in there for a pretty good while, but eventually punk puts him away with the GTS to get the win. Um, I, I my, my biggest takeaway from this match, I don't know if you heard what JR commentary was uh, really putting over the fact that CM Punk is undefeated. Yeah. That was my what is he up to uh, now? like seven and oh eight. Yeah, no, maybe seven oh like eight no something like that. Um but you know, I wonder if part of the narrative, you know, that old man punk has lost a step. Yeah. I mean uh yeah. MJF punk, that's gonna happen, but uh, uh how long are they gonna wait? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, well, I think uh, at one point during tonight's show, uh, they did promote a uh winter is coming we're uh, we're we're going back to that event, of course, the event where Kenny Omega won the uh, AEW Championship last year, the Sting premiere. We are having that event sometime early December, probably two, maybe three weeks away. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. It was a big show last year, so yeah. I think they also announced a special Saturday night event for January eighth, the Battle of the Belts on TBS. Okay, I must so I must miss that one. Yeah. Battle of the Belts. I think okay. it's because they could they couldn't say Clash of the Champions, so it's the same. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that'll be where they culminate the uh, TBS title tournament. Yeah, that could be it. That sounds right. Uh, then we go backstage because uh, we got Team Taz sitting at a table with Dante Martin and Leo Rush, and you know Taz trying to convince Dante to sign with him and his team, and Leo's just like, Nah, we don't want this. Let's get out of here. 
But then Dante grabs the pen and he signs the contract. What? Dante, what's oh, going on? No. This was a swerve. Uh, and he's all in. I mean, Hook hands him a Dorito. He eats it and jumps over the table, walks off with Team Taz. So that was unexpected. That was. Hey. Too bad. Too bad. Hey, the kid's young. He's got a lot of career ahead and of him. He, yeah, he, can, he can make the decision for himself. You know, who are we to uh, to bash his uh, his decision? Yeah, but this was a rare, uh, just kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. a big swerve. Big, a big swerve. swerve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamie Hayter takes on Thunder Rosa in the TBS quarterfinal match, uh, TBS title. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, crowd fully behind Rosa, but uh, Jamie Hayter, she had a little bit of, I heard a couple cheers for her, a couple chants. So, yeah, good match here. Uh, Rosa gains control, so Rebel jumps in, distracts the ref, and then Britt Baker jumps in, but Rosa counters all of them, and uh, counters Hater is able to roll her up and get the three. So Thunder Rosa advances to the semifinals. Now I Jade Cargo. Uh, yeah, I was about to say I've been taking a look at the uh, you know the rest of the bracket to sort of see how it plays out. Do, have you seen it lately? What does it look like is going to happen? Well, yeah, like I just know Jade Cargill versus uh, Rosa here, and then what on the other side? Statlander and who else? Ruby. Yeah, that's okay. That is the yeah, that's the next match. Uh, so yeah, maybe a you know a Cargill Statlander Cargill because like you said, she's eleven and zero or whatever she is undefeated here in AEW. She's been on a she's been on a warpath. Yeah, yeah, Cargill Statlander. I think that'd be a cool finals. Uh, I want Statlander to win, but I feel like Cargill could go all the way. She, they've just been booking her so strong. Who knows? Yeah. Hmm. But uh, afterwards, Jamie Hayter, she's pissed. She shoves Baker, walks off. So could be some uh, some tension. But Baker should have been there to help. That's all I got to say. Yeah, she fucked her over. <laughs> uh, then we go to Brian Danielson taking on Colt Cabana, another Chicago native here. Uh, and this is number two on his quest to dismantle the Dark Order one by one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, just Brian doing what he's done best here in all elite wrestling, just a master of the wrestling craft. <laughs> yeah. You know, Cabana no slouch himself. He can hang there. He's, uh, ba- well, nice... he's been around as long as uh, Danielson has been. Exactly. Probably a lot of the same places. Uh, hits a big moonsault for a two count. But then Brian just grabs a hold of him, starts stomping away on his head, traps his arm. Uh, and then he just flexes before he applies the label lock to get the quick tap out. And Brian continues to hold on after the bell. So just more heelish stuff from him and. Uh, afterwards, he stands up and points at the mat to what appears to be a piece of Cabana's tooth. Got knocked out. It looks Kicked like his fucking tooth he hooked his fucking oh, tooth out. God, heel, heel <laughs> Danielson is the best. Yeah. Uh, isn't he? He's awesome. And uh, he wasn't done here. He picks up a microphone and says, you know, last time I was in Chicago, I got a much different reaction. What happened? Is it me? Is it you? Uh, I have one word to describe that. And that's fickle. Oh, which woo, another everyone WWE. popped so hard when he said that. What a weird word yeah. to pop on. <laughs> the planet's champion, yeah. Daniel Bryan, quote right there. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, and then he invites Dark Order to Atlanta, or they're in Atlanta next week. So he says, "A couple of you are from there. Come fight me." Uh, and he says, "Yeah, you know, I'm going to fight all of you until I get my way to Hangman Page, who." 
comes out right on cue. And Hangman says, hey, man, how about we fight for the title right here, right now? And Brian's just like, oh, yeah, right. After I just wrestled a match, you're going to challenge me? That's not cowboy shit. That's coward shit. So Hangman's like, okay, I'll give you the first shot. So Brian smacks him in the face. Hangman hits back, goes for a buckshot lariat, but Brian avoids it, runs off. Yeah, this this is the this is the perfect first feud for uh, for Adam Page. You know, our first clear babyface world champion. Uh, yeah, and the match, the eventual match we get is gonna be awesome, right? Uh, Brian oh, yeah. Danielson will just put over the fucking star of the company. Uh, five star match. If all five star match, I but, could, you know, uh, I could even see Brian sneaking away with the title. Well, so here's like take. my thought is like <laughs> when you see when we see Daniel Bryan this week and the week before and what he's been doing for the last since he's gotten to AEW, it's really a question of how long can you resist before you have to put the title on him. Like, how long do you actually not? How like <laughs> you know? What, does that make sense? Does, is what I'm saying making sense? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I also how, think how can how long can Tony Khan resist? And AEW hasn't had that like short title reign surprise change yet. Yeah, I think uh, Cody's second TNT reign was like yeah. three weeks or something, like short. But uh, you're right. I mean, imagine that though. Like th- that's that's the big. I, I can't think of bigger heat than a surprise win over the biggest babyface. He could, yeah, you know, he could steal the title and lose it back at Revolution in February. Like that's you know? so much, fu- yeah, ex- do, r- lose it right back to Hangman. But like that's so much heat. That is, yeah. oh, that would be. And it's, uh, I, I think I that'd be know. awesome. I don't know. Well, yeah. So they have their winners coming show, and they have their New Year's Smash show, which is end of December. You know, you know, they yeah. kind of do those little special shows as they go, and then Revolution probably yeah. February. So there is a timeline of bigger events. Yeah. We'll see. And of course, Either the move way. to TBS. Our move to TBS, that's going to be a big uh, show probably that day, whatever day that is. Yeah. And like I said, that battle of the belts. So yeah. no shortage of uh, yeah, stuff to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but let's conclude this episode of Dynamite with the main event. Uh, what do we have? Eight men tag here. Malachi Black, Andrade, and FTR taking on Lucha Brothers, Pac, and Cody, who once again continues to just be showered with booze. He, he he's he's still coming ring. on that babyface side, though. Well, he comes out in the middle. He, like, comes up through the floor. Oh, I guess so. Up. He comes through the middle. <laughs> that, you know, he's so, he's fucking yin and, yin and yang right there. Yeah. But I think he leaves through the babyface baby oh, okay. side when he's one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, eight men, lots of talent in the ring here. They're all getting their... Their moments to shine. Uh, at one point, Cody takes off his belt and throws it into the crowd. And someone catches it. The crowd starts chanting, throw it back. And then they do. They whip this thing and it nails Aubrey. Poor Aubrey just standing Oh, there well, you have to throw that thing back. That's like catching a fucking <laughs> walk-off, uh, you know, when, when when at home or something. You know, when you're on the road or whatever. Yeah, so <laughs> that got a big pop though. <laughs> big, when, uh, a lot of big pops. Just this, this week's episode, Diamond had a lot of like just big pops that the crowd got yeah. to all experience together. Yeah, I mean, even when Andrade he just picks up the belt and throws it underneath the ring, so no one can get that it. Got that got a big pop. pop. They were like, "Woo!" <laughs> uh, but then later, Cody asked for his belt back, and someone gave it to him again, and that got booze when he put the belt back on. So, funny little stuff. Cody has just become such a 
He's he's the John Cena. He's the Roman Reigns of 2015. Yep. He the could, guy everyone wants to boo. He's turning into. Yeah. But uh, rest of the match, everything was solid here. Uh, Cody comes in for the hot tag, tries to super kick Andrade, but he ducks. Cody nails his partner, Pac. But uh, Pac recovers in time, takes out Andrade. He looks for the Black Arrow, but instead he gets hit by the Black Mist from Malachi Black, which allows Andrade to hit the Hammerlock DDT and get the pinfall for his team. And yeah, for the big win, for the big win for uh, him. Now, I don't know if you noticed this. At some point, Andrade took his pants off. Yeah, and he was just kind of wrestling. So in he trunks. started the match <laughs> in the white, the white pants that he's kind of been wearing since he's come over to AEW, and he finished the match in trunks with knee pads and like a full. And I couldn't, for the life of me, find where it happened. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice when it happened. It was just like tearaway pants that he just like wished off. Well, I noticed it. I noticed at the very end uh, when yeah, I just noticed at the very end. Like, wait, what happened to his pants? <laughs> yeah, no, I did not catch either the moment that the pants were gone. <laughs> it was a bizarre. I so, wonder were they were they ripped? Did they like what happened? Did something yeah. happen to the pants that he had to take them off? Do do does every wrestler have backups? Going on underneath because I think for me Andrade doesn't he's never worn trunks. Not that I can. Recall. And so it was just you know when you see something I'm like huh it was like Matt Riddle the other day I'm like huh what's going on <laughs> from the missing egg to the missing pants. <laughs> yeah this uh, that was the last uh, that was the last thing and uh, what a great episode uh, this was a great episode of Dynamite just a great episode of uh, weekly television and this was another great episode of the Shoot Brothers podcast that's all the wrestling action for the <clears> whole week. <throat> So we might as well uh, crown our final champion, and of course, uh, because we both have a wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Mike, I'm going over to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, some hot stuff this week in and out of the ring, or sometimes even in the ring, but not wrestling on the microphone. And that's where I'm going. These two men, 21 minutes to open the show, like we said, and just some of the best promo work of the year. Uh, But you have to pick one, so... I'm going to lean towards Mr. Maxwell Jacob Friedman for the win. MJF. MJF, a, a man who is, uh, who's been Wrestler of the Week before, and he will be Wrestler of the Week again. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Uh, for my Wrestler of the Week, I'm, st- I'm sticking with the in-ring action. I think I'm going over to uh, Survivor Series. And for me, the, uh, the whole package between the match and the impassioned promo that followed... Uh, Becky Lynch, big time Bex. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was great. Like you said, I could be getting worked into some kind of uh, Charlotte and Becky are actually <laughs> mad at each other. So I'm 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 excited for the seeds to be planted, and uh, ex- yeah. excited to see if something might happen. I don't know. Yeah, I I think it's uh, like ninety percent real. Uh, I don't know until so until we'll we get that in ring hug with the big uh, camera zoom out. Um, you know, <laughs> until that moment happens, I don't know if that moment ever happens. I'm calling you up right away and telling and letting you know. Yeah. Well, 
hopefully, I mean, they're on separate shows, so they should not bother each other for a long time. <laughs> Probably shouldn't bother each other for a long time. Uh, thank God. That's all the time we have for the episode this week. Thanks for listening, folks. Rate, review, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. And uh, we have, yeah, this little kind of lull right now. No TLC. We have this day one thing to build to. War games next week. So uh, real looking forward to that. And um, just as the week, as the wrestling world keeps moving. That's right. The year is winding down. So shooties coming up. Uh, shooties. You know, but still plenty of chances. I mean, everything's up for grabs until the very last until, day. Until December, hey, December 29th, New Year's Smash. You know, that also, that will also count. Ironically, uh, day one will not count. Because uh, <laughs> that's how the rules go. Thanks for listening, everybody. And Mike, you take care of yourself. See you later, Navigator. Navigator. <laughs>